The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale. Holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hey, welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. This is show number three, Talk to the Animals with Dr. Kara Gubbins. I'm so happy you're here. I'm Charlie Kale, mom to two dogs and three cats, broadcaster and Reiki practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People on Pause. I do distant healings as well as in person because energy transcends space and time. And there's more about all of that at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E. This is your safe place to honor animals, where we will nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And to make this show even possible, I have to thank my sponsor, Integrative Veterinarian, Dr. Ilana Struble at A Well-Adjusted Pet in Pacifica, California. Dr. Struble is the authority on rehabilitating your pet. This is where my German Shepherd went to go to rehab for her elbow dysplasia. She loved rehab. But Also where my cats go for acupuncture and all the other vet care they need right now. One is kidney issues and a sinus infection. Another one is diabetes and vestibular disease. My poor babies. I will never forget the time I emailed Dr. Struble and I said I was always recommending her at the dog park when people stop and ask me about my dog's custom made leg brace. But now I needed a holistic vet for my cats and could she recommend anyone? And she replied, I am a holistic vet. I do more than rehab. And she does. You can find out more at aWellAdjustedPet.com. That's aWellAdjustedPet.com. And you know when your animals aren't feeling well, you want nothing more than to ask them to tell you what's wrong. There are some very gifted people on the planet who can do that. And Dr. Kara Govins is one of them. Dr. Kara has every degree you can get. BA, MA, PhD in animal behavior, physiology, ecology, conservation, evolution, and spiritual psychology, as well as deep studies in many energy healing modalities. She's a best-selling author, founder of the Animal Wisdom Circle. And you've seen her and her research on CNN, the BBC, the Discovery Channel, and National Geographic specials. Hello, Dr. Kara Gubbins. Hi, Charlie. I'm happy to be in the happy place. 
Oh, it, with animals, isn't it always a happy place? Almost always, yeah. It's always I mean, an that's amazing what place. They want it to be. Yeah, they you want know, it to be I happy. I think they us. want it to be real. I think they want it to be deep. I think they want it to be, you know, not the just like surface happy, but the really deep happiness. Exactly. And I have to say up front, I love your goal of learn from the animals so we can change the world. I mean, I know you put it better. <laughs> How did you put it? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I put it better at all. I, that's really it. You know, I think that animals could be our doorway into whatever we want to create in the world. Whatever we want our version of a, a better world to be, animals can take us there. So true. That's, that's why I adore them. And animals have so much to tell us, and there are so many layers to it. Can you kind of start at the basics and explain a little bit about what we can find out and how deep it really goes? Because it's more than just what food does Kashi prefer to eat, but it's issues that they're worried about us. They're worried, and it goes down deep to soul lessons. So yeah, what are some I mean, of the basics? Yeah, so, I mean, the basics are we can be more aware no matter what level we're at there's always another level of awareness and so we can become more aware of what foods our animals like what activities they like what people they like and don't like and all those things and that's fantastic and i think that's you know most of what when people come to me for um, animal communication, intuitive sessions, it's mostly about how can I serve my pet better? How can I make them happier? What do they need from me? And I think that's the place that we all start, right at home with the animals that we live with and love. But at the same time, we can go deeper than that because as divine beings having human or dog or cat or horse or snake experiences, we all have souls and soul contracts, and we're all here to help each other learn our spiritual lessons. And that's, you know, kind of that deeper soul level that you alluded to is we can learn so much from watching animals. We can learn so much from talking to animals, and we can learn so much from living in relationship with animals that will help us become better people and, and help them, you know, fulfill what they're here to fulfill in their lives and in our lives. It's so absurd when we think back to how we used to feel like we were the ones in charge, in control with all the answers and trying to take care of our animals. And that's lovely, but <laughs> it's not how it is at all. Our animals are trying desperately to get through to us and take care of us. Absolutely. And they're sending us all these clues all the time <laughs> that we may or may not be picking up on. And they really, you know, they really are looking out for us. I actually just this morning was doing a reading for a woman um, who had five cats, two, were, two had passed on and, and um, three were still living with her. And one, she's, the first thing that her cat that was living with her said was, I'm worried about you because you're always looking into the past and, and what you did wrong. And I was like, wow, that cat's really looking out for her, right? Like that cat knows her deeply and really wants her to 
know that she's okay and that she can let go of the past and be here in the present moment and not beating herself up about a choice she made or didn't make in the past. So there's, there's always a deeper level and they're always giving us clues about it. It's so true. And the animals want us to realize no guilt. Yes. Yes. How did you learn that, Charlie? Oh, (laughs) a lifetime of beating myself up. Uh, You know what? I'm really not sure. I think it took an animal communicator to tell me that at the time, my five animals, because I've had more than that at a time, but the five I have right now were all worried about me and they didn't want me to feel guilty for healthcare choices I'd made for them or anything that I felt I hadn't done. I think it took hearing it from someone else that my animals were telling me that. Yeah. And I think that's the number one thing that we as humans do. And guilt is a completely human thing. I've never met an animal that felt guilty about anything. And, but we do that to ourselves. We second guess ourselves and we judge ourselves and we feel guilty about choices we made And we completely lose track of the fact that, you know, 99.99% of the time we're making the best possible choices from the best, for the best possible reasons. And so beating us ourselves up after the fact and in creating that guilt, which is just, you know, our suffering, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't help anybody. And the animals don't want us to feel that way. And not only that, it gums up the works when we're trying to communicate with them. When we're trying to tune in, it clogs up the flow of energy. It does. It completely blocks us as receivers and and as good, clear senders. You know, I mean, communication is two ways, right? So there's sending signals and there's receiving signals. And I think you're right. I think it really blocks it in both directions. So what are some good ways to start out? to receive better and send better? So I think it's easiest to start with sending because that's, um, there, I think it's just a little bit more straightforward. <laughs> so I actually, I, I think it's so important that I actually wrote a book about it, gosh, like six or seven years ago, just a, a small booklet that's on Amazon called Sending Signals, Five Simple Steps to a More Intuitive Relationship with Your Pet. And it's really about slowing down and becoming more conscious. We do so much stuff that is unconscious, that's below our level of awareness when we're communicating. So we can start with sending clear signals. So using positive, only use the positive. Never say don't bark. Always say be quiet. You know, never say, don't chew that, you know, or whatever, or don't go there. <laughs> it's always about the positive. So if you just start noticing how many mixed signals you're getting because you're sending these, don't bark and jump up or don't bark or whatever, putting it in the positive, making sure you're always communicating and sending a positive signal is a great place to start. Right, because if you say don't think of a pink elephant, of course you're going to think of a pink elephant. So you have to think of them standing there with bright eyes, happy face, quiet. Yeah, right, exactly. So, And you just brought up another great point. You have to think of them. So we are unconsciously sending pictures 
of our thoughts all the time. This is another thing that is usually below our level of awareness. We don't realize we're doing it. But if you can picture what you want really clearly in your mind before you say any words, then it's even easier to use those positive words. Mouth closed, feet on the ground, you know, next to my side, whatever it is that you want, you're going to send that picture, you're going to say those words, and you know what's going to happen is by taking that little bit of time, you're going to be really calm. So you're going to be a better broadcaster. Your message is going to get through clearer. So there's so many things that you can start to break down communication and just start doing each piece with a little bit more awareness to make it a little bit more effective. But I think, you know, the, the easiest place to start is with rephrasing everything into the positive and all the rest will come from there. See, once again, that's animals telling us uh, how to live our lives a little better by reframing all of our thoughts in our life in, in the positive. Right. Like if you start just using positive with your pets, you're going to start using positive at the grocery store or with your students or with your employees or whoever. And all of a sudden, you know, it's going to change how you're being in the world, all because you wanted to communicate better with your pets. And it snowballs in a wonderful way because once you uh, image how you, you would like them to be in a positive manner, then you can also image the positive outcome of maybe them getting a treat or maybe petting them and just calm happiness. Exactly. And in fact, I have a great story about that that shows it perfectly. And it shows like all of the steps. So I, when I communicate intuitively with animals, I'll do all of these things. I'll make sure that I'm calm, not agitated or frustrated or angry, but I'll I'll be calm. I will um, choose one thing to say, you know, not a complicated multi-layered sentence with a bunch of fragments, but just one thing. I'll make it positive. I'll send a picture of what I want. I'll send a feeling of how good that feels. And I'll also send the positive consequence for the whatever animal I'm communicating with, because Let's face it, we all ask ourselves, what's in it for me? (laughs) Sure, you're asking me to do this, but what's in it for me? And (laughs) so you can start there with saying, hey, look, this is how good it will be. Here's the treat you'll get. I used to do that with my dog, Dazzle, when she would be in the front yard and um, and I'd call her in, and she'd be like, hmm, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, and I'd, I'd have to send her a picture of, if you come in right now, I'll give you a treat. And then she'd think about it for a second, and, and then she'd come in. But, um, it it works, and, and it, there has to be a two-way communication, and it has to be based on respect. And the more you can be really clear in that communication, the more effective it's going to be. We're talking with Dr. Kara Gubbins, animal communicator, author, intuitive, and spiritual coach at drkaragubbins.com. So let's go to the other side of that communication, the receiving, which is a lot harder. It's a lot harder. I know. It's so (laughs) hard. It can be. And yet I bet there's so many people who are your listeners, Charlie, who they've gotten hits. You know, they've gotten like really strong intuitive hits and Um, all throughout their lives, and then they can't reproduce it. And that's 
that's the other thing that's challenging about being a good receiver. But to be a good receiver, it's really about tuning into the correct radio station um, to hear what your pet is already sending to you. So you're receiving those intuitive signals, and really it's about, again, awareness. It's, it's slowing down. It's becoming aware. It's being calm. And it's about noticing. And the best way to do that is to close your eyes to breathe slowly, um, to do some kind of meditation or relaxation or something like that, and to get used to monitoring all of your senses. Because even though we say talk with the animals, intuition really can, intuitive communication can really come to us through any of our senses. So we could get a picture, we could hear words, we could get a feeling in our body. We could have a memory or a song um, pop up into our mind. So it's really about slowing down, getting quiet, and monitoring all of your senses to see if there's some new piece of information out there. It doesn't sound when that you're... hard, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right, it doesn't sound that hard. And you know what? <laughs> when I'm out it, with other animals, I get hits. I, I, I get them from wild animals, from other people's pets. But when I'm with my own animals, if it's something silly and inane, I, I know what they're telling me. But when I get worked up and I'm worried about their health, which is what's going on now, I'm I'm frantically trying to find the best ways to take care of them. And then I gum up the works. Like I said before, I mess up the energy and I, I have a hard time receiving. You have this wonderful way of grounding that I do a couple different things to ground myself, but um, I really like the one where you taught uh, like plummeting an anchor down deep into the earth and grounding yourself that way. And it's so quick and easy. It's, it's the best, isn't it? It's really yes. awesome. Should we do it right now? So everybody yes, can experience yes. it. So here's what I'm going to suggest is to anybody who's listening who's going to try this, just take a moment to kind of, I don't know, just rate yourself. Like, how good do you feel on a scale of 1 to 10? You know, where are your shoulders? Are they up by your ears? Is your stomach in knots? Are you totally relaxed? Like, just kind of give yourself a number for your before number. Let's choose a before number. So, like, for me, I noticed that um, my shoulders are kind of tense. And I'm, maybe I'm talking a little bit fast, but I know because I do this all the time. And even though I've already done my grounding cord today, I know that when we go through this, my voice is going to change. And I know that my body is going to feel different. And after we do it, I'll explain why all that is on a physiological level. But for now, just take a minute and rate yourself. Do you want to rate yourself, Charlie? Because I'm probably at about a seven or an eight out of 10 of 10 being feeling really good and clear and relaxed. Yeah, I was a four before because my shoulders were way up at my ears and my neck was tense and forward, but now I'm, I'm at an eight. Okay. And that's even before the grounding cord, right? Yes. Just by bringing I, your awareness and what a perfect example of how important it is to bring our awareness to stuff, right? Like it changes as soon as we notice it. Totally. So if you are in a place where you can close your eyes, close your eyes. If you're driving a car or on the elliptical machine at the gym, maybe don't close your eyes. 
but otherwise close your eyes if you can and bring your awareness down to the bottom of your torso. And we're going to bring our awareness down to our first chakra. And the first chakra is the energy center that um, is, is at the base of our torso. And it's actually located on a, a spot that in anatomy they call the perineum. And that's the little bit of flesh right between the anus and the genitals. And from there, you're going to just picture, visualize, a beam of light energy moving straight down out of your body through the chair that you're sitting on, through the floor beneath the chair, through the foundation of the building, and down into the earth below the building. And keep visualizing that beam of light energy as it moves straight down through all the layers of the planet, all the way down until it reaches the very center of the earth. And once it reaches the center of the earth, either find or create a way to anchor it there. And you can be as serious or as silly as you want to be. You could be literal, you could be metaphorical, you could be symbolic. But just find a way to anchor it there. And then bring your awareness back up to your body. And take one nice, slow, deep breath, inhaling new energy into your heart. And exhaling, releasing that energy, just allowing that feeling of connection to the earth to just fill your whole body. And that is your grounding cord. So now you've set your grounding cord. And now just take a moment to rate yourself again on that scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being really tense and 10 being really relaxed. And see where your number is now. Yeah, I'm a good nine. Um, I'm a my solid cat, nine, nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half. My cat got in and uh, climbed up on my lap while we were doing that. So clearly I was calming down. So that's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Um, yeah, I like that too because it strengthens your um, your root chakra for safety and security feelings within yourself. And then you can you broadcast that out that you're feeling more safe and secure when you can intensify that in your first chakra. And your cat so got the message, like here's he, a safe place that's going to feel good. Totally did. He came right over and now he's in my lap. So sweet. So that's a great way to start when you're, you know, anytime you're feeling fearful, upset, flighty, but it's a great way to start when you want to give and receive communication with your animal. Absolutely. That would be the first thing I would do. And um, when you set your grounding cord, it literally flips off your fight or flight response. So your nervous system goes through a measurable change. And, you know, for anybody listening, yeah, I told you my voice would change and I hear the difference mm. already. Right. Like I, my words are slower. My, my tone is lower. I just feel more relaxed. So if I were to start from that place of setting a grounding cord, 
and then going, okay, now I'm going to tune into my animal. My chances for receiving and being aware of that information that's coming intuitively from my pet are so much higher simply because now I'm a better receiver. Exactly. And I cannot believe we're almost out of time, but we are. So can you leave us with something you'd like to impress upon us? I think, you know, if there was one thing I wanted people to take home from um, this talk, it's that you are intuitive. You can do this. Everybody has the hard wiring to communicate intuitively with animals if they want to. There's definitely skills you can learn. You just learned a grounding cord. There are definitely, you know, tools and skills you can learn, but um, everybody can go deeper. Everybody can have more intentional, intuitive communication with their pets. It's really just a matter of focusing in the right direction and practicing with the tools. There's so much more we could talk about. Thank you, Dr. Kara Govins. Uh, This was awesome. You teach a class, How to Talk to Your Pet, and you can find out more about that at drkaragubbins.com. That's D-R-C-A-R-A-G-U-B-B-I-N-S.com. You can also connect with her on social media. She's got a fantastic Facebook page up, Animal Wisdom Circle, and just check it out, drkaragubbins.com. And I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. Check out my Reiki business, Energy Healing for People and Pause, for in-person or distant healing sessions for people or animals at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. And you can find past shows on there as well on my page and Empower Radio. And special thanks to Brent Carey, the CEO of Empower Radio, for his constant faith, and my producer, Remy Smith, for his support and expertise, and my sponsor, integrative veterinarian Dr. Alana Struble of A Well-Adjusted Pet in Pacifica, California. She's the expert on rehab for your animal, as well as integrative and holistic care. That's a awelladjustedpet.com. So take care, and remember, no matter what is going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better, because you are doing the best you can. They know it, they chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.